the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Better Life with Dr. Mary Ann Pinkston. Join Dr. Pinkston today as she teaches you how an integrative approach to health, combining holistic and contemporary medical information, can lead you to The Better Life. And now, here's your host, Dr. Mary Ann Pinkston. Hello, everybody. Good morning. I am Dr. Marianne Pinkston, and welcome to The Better Life with Dr. Pinkston. I have, uh, this is San Antonio Radio here locally, but I also podcast out to YouTube and iTunes, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, and all of the platforms for podcasting. So please check us out. You can go to my website at drpbetterlife.com and find all those places. And I have been doing this for over a year now. I've had a ton of guests, and I have a repeat guest on this morning because of of his popularity with all the information that he gives, and he has been doing some wonderful things. So, Mr. Kyle Sinclair is with me this morning. He is with Warm Springs as their chief executive officer, has been there, I think, for almost 15 years or so. Is yeah, that right? For, I mean, <laughs> overall experience over 15, yeah. <laughs> well, he's got a lot of healthcare experience, so we wanted to talk a little bit about healthcare this morning. Also, got his master's at Ohio University, and he has been doing this for a long time. So, in talking about Healthcare. I know open enrollment is coming up, right? And so, and you know, you have I think stepped down for just a few months now uh, as yeah. uh, as working with the Warm Springs because you are also running for Congress in District Twenty. Is this not right? It and, is. It is. You know, I keep saying that uh, the best people to fix healthcare are those within the industry. Absolutely. And, and we can't fix it unless we have true representation and somebody who understands our industry. Right. Um, that can fight for physicians. And so, yeah, I mean, so it's, I'm excited. But yeah, open enrollment's a it's a hot topic. It's coming fast. It's a big issue across this country. Yes, and, it is. Um, you see what happens to the seniors, particularly. They're, they're a, a, a big focal point for insurance companies right, right now. Right. So. Well, they, they do a lot of Medicare Advantage programs, which bothers me on one end. I know it's very affordable for people, but I know the insurance industry takes that Medicare money, kind of mm-hmm. throws it in a pile and then divvies out a little bit to whoever needs it. But you know, I have not, as a physician, you know, I'm a primary care physician on my own business. I'm one of the dinosaurs out there as, as a provider and owning my own business, not working for a big corporation. But I know at the, you know, as when you sign up for these Medicare Advantage, at the end of the month, the year, you know, they take what's left over of the pile of money and, you know, give it to the insurance, give it to some of the doctors. And I've been kicked off, I will happily admit, I think I'm proud of this. I've been kicked off of a few because I spend too much money. Yeah. I take care of my people and I spend the money I feel like they need, that needs to be spent on them instead of pocketing it at the end of the year. Well, and that's unfortunate what seniors don't realize is that when they give up their Medicare benefits to mm-hmm. a Medicare Advantage plan, they don't understand what they give up. Exactly. Uh, they're promised, um, you know, pharmacy drug costs. They're promised a couple of other things, but they don't realize everything they give up. Right. And as a on the operating side of it, I mean, the, the Medicare benefit is still the best benefit mm-hmm. uh, and insurance in this country. I mean, I have I have two parents. My mom retired. My dad's retired, uh, retiring in January, and I told them both stick with Medicare. Right. Do right. not go to Medicare Advantage. Exactly. I don't care what get they a supplement you. if you need. Absolutely. Get a supplement. It's expen- a little bit more expensive. 
oh, but you get way more they, with well, what you do. And the reality is the insurance doesn't stop you or tell you you can't do a test, you can't go here, you can't see this physician. Exactly. You so, can't have this medicine, you can't, yeah. It's, yeah, you, you as a patient own your health care and can work closely with the physicians that you've been seeing for years and years right, and years. So, right. so yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a tough one. And, and unfortunately, our general population as a whole are, are very uneducated yeah. on health care. Um, and, 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 and rightfully so. I mean, I have a bachelor's and master's, and I said this on the show last time, bachelor's and master's health administration, almost 20 years experience, and I still don't understand our right. healthcare system. <laughs> it's so true. Um, and and you, don't, right. you don't expect a lay member of society who's never been involved uh, to understand the ins and outs of our industry, and, and most people don't. Yeah, and they absolutely don't. And I know it's difficult, too, because we were talking for a few minutes beforehand about some of the self-employed, small business. I think that, you know, you go to a large corporation, you work for somebody, you get these great benefits, you know, you're set. You work for somebody like me. I'm a small business. My trainer, Sonia, who I mentioned uh, beforehand, small business, you know, she is uninsured. I'm the only one insured, and in my business, it's the only thing I can afford. So is there anything that small businesses can do at this point? No, and right, unfortunately, there's not. And, And I'll tell you, you, you know, you mentioned my running for Congress. That is something I want to work on: the mm-hmm. Small Business Healthcare Reform Act. And that is that's great. to allow small businesses to be able to offer insurance for their employees because right. right now it's too expensive. It is way too and, expensive. And you look at even a large corporation; you have the, the employers are the large, the largest expense of labor, mm-hmm. and then it's your benefits, right? Right. And so, even for large companies, the amount of money they spend on the insurance premiums, mm-hmm. and you're seeing a lot of companies now shifting that to yeah. uh, the employees. Exactly. Um, They'll and, pay and, half, and the employee pays yeah. the other half, and it's still very expensive. It's very expensive. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm doing. I, I think I shared this in the show last year. I mean, I, my son had a, a, a shoulder shoulder surgery, mm-hmm. and. and um, I'm still fighting the insurance right now, still fighting the hospital personally, and, right. and let it go into collections on purpose. I don't recommend it to anybody. This is right. what I strategy right. I'm doing. Right. Yeah. Um, because they'll take pennies on the dollar once it's into collections. And, right. and the reality is is that we, we have to fight for our, our benefits. We have mm-hmm. to fight for our rights. And so back to the small business, I would love to be able to propose that bill and, and work closely with small insurances. That's the number one employer of this yes. country are small businesses. Right. They were impacted by COVID, mm-hmm. and we need to fix it and help them out right now. Absolutely. And again, the healthcare industry needs to get together. We need people to be able to work closely and up at government to be able to pass us along right. so that we can provide insurance to our country and not push towards a socialism, big government. I don't, I'm not for that. Right. But let's Same. work together. We can Absolutely. find solutions. We're a great country. We've got brilliant physicians. We've got great minds that are in this country. And so right. I think we, should, we could do some good. I think it would be wonderful. I would love it at some point if I ever could to speak to something like that because of just the experience I've had over 25 years of actually not being hired by a big corporation. So I've been offered, you can even believe the amount of money that I've been offered by Concentra or Humana or Methodist or somebody to be bought out and my practice taking over. But I have fought that tooth and nail. I would be retired, a very rich woman by now if I'd done that. And I'm exactly the opposite. Yeah. I know everybody you know, thinks the doctor has so much money. And that is absolutely when you run your own business as a physician, you do not have money. And, you know, two kids in college and all, but that experience that I have to be able to speak to where I see the problems now and what could be fixed, I think would be invaluable because once you... Um, you know, I hate to say it because I, I don't feel like physicians always have to do this, but once you kind of sell out and go into the big system, you really cease to understand as much about where the system is broken as somebody like me who has really faced it and worked through it. 
since 1997. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, and it's, and it's tough. And as we were sharing before the show started, that, that the, the industry of, of solo practice is dying in America. Yeah. Yeah. And has been for a couple of decades. It's so sad. Um, and it is extremely sad. Yeah. Um, you lose a lot of independence. You lose a lot of credibility of, of individual physician groups and um, the impact that they have on the local community. And right. um, so there's there's some significant issues in regards to solo practices um, yeah. in America. Right. And, and San Antonio is no different than the country and, and what we're seeing. So my hat's off to you. You've lasted this long. I know a handful of physicians mm-hmm. in San Antonio have been doing it 40, you know, 40 plus years, right. solo practice physicians, and, right. and they have tens of thousands of patients. Mm-hmm. And as I was sharing with you earlier, the, the, the healthcare is a business and most people don't realize it. They it's a business. Don't. Really and, and I don't care what industry, what part of healthcare, it's a business. Yes. And you do want it in some regards to be a business, to be competitive and to push sure. that drive. Sure. But the other end, you got to realize that it also impacts these small-owned local yes. business, particularly on the physician side, because it's it's a low-revenue, high-volume type of business. Absolutely. And most physicians... You know, see 20, sometimes 40, depending on how busy they are mm-hmm. um, and how aggressive they can be. But average time of three to five minutes, maybe eight. Right. Yours is a little bit different. but I do. It's very but, different. But, I still stick with the old way of really spending time and listening to people. And, and that's it's tough. hard to do. But it's it is very to hard do. to do. Yeah. And it impacts your revenue. It impacts yes. your business. It yes. impacts the, the amount of cost that mm-hmm. you have coming into you and your overhead. So. Right. So we, we've got to fix it, and the best way to do it, again, is to have people in the industry. So I know that you had an event on uh, Tuesday of last week uh, talking about health care costs. What types of things were, you know, were, were brought up and, and discussed? Yeah, and I think for me it was, it was let's, let's truly make this work, and let's bring healthcare people together. So I partnered with a group called Texas Public, Public, geez, Texas Public mm-hmm. Policy Foundation, mm-hmm which is the largest think tank in the nation and obviously the largest in the state of Texas. Yeah. And that's exactly what it was, is healthcare reform by talking about healthcare experts. So we have a panel of a couple of physicians, a, a professor at the University of Cardinal Word, myself, and that's exactly what we were talking about is that healthcare reform and how we fix it. And part of it's price transparency, part of it's fixing some of the issues that you know we're talking about right now and, and, um, and how, how do we improve our healthcare system. And I've said it from day one, we have the best Best and the worst healthcare right. system in the world. <laughs> well said. Well said. And, and, and we've got to fix it. And, and yeah. uh, it doesn't matter who you are, what type of race or political affiliation or exactly. where you live. You will touch healthcare born into this world. You touch it all through your life and you leave this world touching healthcare. That's right. And it's a massive part of our life yes. that we've got to understand and we've got to be able to fix. So yeah. those are some of the things that we, we were talking about and, and being able to share and, and bring light and have some open dialogue right. um, across this country. So I can't wait to see the final results of all yeah. that. I think it's going to be wonderful. And so I know people can reach out and look up some of your information. Uh, they can go to Kyle, K-Y-L-E-F-O-R. 20, so call for 20 to look up some information on you. I know you're on Facebook and Instagram, and I know that people can look up uh, information through you through Warm Springs. I know Warm Springs, Thousand Oaks, I think is the uh, uh, exact area you are, but uh, uh, you are going to have probably a lot more uh, events coming up, too. I know. It, it, tell me about some of the events that are, are moving forward from uh, uh, from here. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's tons of events, and I think we're excited to, to continue to talk to um, you know, constituents across the city, and, and healthcare has been a hot topic. Yeah, it really has. Uh, and, and everybody understands. And, and look, and I shared with you before the show too. You know, 
with the economy the way it is, which is the worst economy in my lifetime, worst economy in 50 years, we have the highest inflation rate, we're pushing recession and now depression, and you know everybody's dollars working less for them, the 401k savings are being wiped out. Right. People don't realize that the health insurance premiums also went up 25%. Right. And so, again, we've got to continue to address these issues. And, and that's it. the biggest thing is getting out, getting vocal, speaking about it, understanding, being aware of your decision, especially coming here right. in a few days when right. open enrollment hits. Right. Um, and, and so there, there's a lot of different ways that um, people can do that. That is through social media. There's a lot. I'm all over social media, TikTok yeah. to yeah. Facebook to you name it. Um, <laughs> you know, social media is a great platform. Coming sure. on and speaking with, you know, great podcasts like yourself Thanks. and, and – uh, you know, learning and, and uh, understanding, but that, that's that's it. If you want to get involved and understand that there are issues, there's many platforms that you can get involved and help right. um, and, and become educated and start asking those questions that are tough. I mean, and it, these podcasts like yourself are, are a great way to, to learn and be educated. So it's, a, it's tough. You know, there's so many different things we could talk about, so many different points on, on health care. And I keep driving back to the, you know, the, the cost of it, mainly because that's what people face first up. Now, once they even buy their premium and pay for their premium, the costs that go behind it even after that are, you know, are extra on top. So I know for, from personal experience, I pay almost $1,000 a month just for me on uh, an HMO, a good HMO plan. And still, on top of that, I have to wind up paying for a lot of my prescriptions. Uh, you know, most, uh, I have a huge deductible to, to meet, even though I'm paying this huge premium. And so I know other people out there are experiencing the same thing. So the cost, you said, you know, uh, rising 25%, that was based on, you know, uh, premiums, but also on the cost of meds and testing and, right. and everything else. I had to raise some of my prices in, uh, in house. I haven't done that in five years. I have not raised my, you know, um, uh, private pay fee or or any of the other ancillary you know, type of uh, things that I do procedure-wise or whatnot. I haven't done that in years and had to go up uh, on that this year due to inflation. So, yes, you were right. Also, on the point of the business side of medicine as a physician, you know, I have to maintain. I did not make very much money last year. COVID almost wiped me out. I did survive it. I have, like I said, two kids in college. I've got to buy you know, cars for these guys, things like that. You know, the, the cost side of it is absolutely swallowing not only me but my patients and everybody else. Um, it is, and, and that, that trickle-down effect of uh, bad economy right? and bad economics impacts everybody in every yeah. aspect of your life, uh, from, you know, cost of goods to, you know, obviously gasoline in your cars yeah. to pushing into the healthcare sector on the business side and, and taxes, and, you know, the, the, I mean, it's just continuing to go up and right. up and up. Right. Um, and that's where I keep sharing that we've, we've got to be fiscally conservative as a country. Right. Um, the, you know, the biggest thing for me is we're a broke nation. Mm. We're broke. <laughs> this country's in debt. We're 33. Just say absolutely. We are $33 trillion dollars right. in debt as a country and we continue to spend. Right. And it's the same way as a business or as a personal sure. banking account. If I don't have the money, we don't right. continue to spend. We don't borrow. We but don't. you've got credit cards and, you know, you yeah, can that, get a loan out, and you can refinance your house yeah. and you can do all these things. Massive and amount sure. of interest and the debt, <laughs> debt collectors come calling. Yeah, I mean, so I think yeah, from a country standpoint, we've got to fix that. Right. Uh, from a business standpoint, we've got to tighten our belts. And from the health the health care side of it, we've got to tighten our belts, too. And, and um, I, I don't think cuts is, is the answer to health care. Just be um, smart. Just to, 
I don't think we have to ration. I don't have to use words like ration and cut. I think it's just a matter of being smart about where it goes and how it fundamentally starts. It just seems so simple to me. But Yeah, and and, and healthcare again, is a tough subject. I keep sharing with everybody that we're an uneducated society when it comes to healthcare. I'll give you an example. Right, I mean, you have a, and I've shared this with before, but, you know, you, you get a sprained ankle and we tend to go to the ER. That's the most expensive setting it in sure healthcare, is. period. It sure Period. Is. I don't care what it is. Yeah. ICU may be a little bit more, but on an average general patient, the ER is the most expensive place, and our, our society uses that. The other thing is interesting about health insurance, and I've shared this before, is that for car insurance, we don't use car insurance to change our tires, to mm-hmm. wiper fluid or sure. any of that stuff. We use it for one thing and one thing only, right. catastrophic emergency. Mm-hmm. When you get in an accident, that's when the insurance kicks in. Right. On the health insurance side, we need to use it just the same. Mm-hmm. So some of that burden of cost will come to us, but we will also very clearly realize I'm not going to go to the ER every sniff or right. cut or bruise. Right. So right? true. So true. I'm going to go to my primary care physician or right. I'm going to go to a clinic, which is the cheaper of the cost. Center. I'm going to get what I need here. And if yeah. they can't fix it, we elevate it up. That's a great point. I want to I wanna, uh, expand on that just a bit because patients think that, well, I'll go to the ER. They'll do everything, mm-hmm. work me up completely. I'll know what's going on. I'll get cured or taken care of. And really, that's not the case. You go to the ER to make sure you're not dying, put you know, a little Band-Aid on it. Then you go back to your primary care. I'm the one who figures out what's going yep. on and tries to, tries to take care of all. When you go to the ER, it's easily a $500 you know, uh, cost or more. And when you come to me, generally it's about $150. That is a distinct difference yep. in, in cost. And so I think people need to understand that. I'm glad you bring that up again. Because and and, really and really there could be a lot of education series, right? A mass amount of billboards or, or a type of radio ads or even type sure. of social media blitz or blasts in regards to which setting, right? And it's tough, people, to understand sure. that. Um, but the reality is, is that the hospital set to do an average length of stay of three to five days. Their job, yes. number one job, is to stabilize you yeah, and, and move you, you on. <laughs> exactly. Right? Because yeah. it's expensive. It is. And we want health yes. insurance to pay for all that. Again, right. I'm not a proponent for massive health insurance. Right. I know there's issues on that front, too. But we've got to, as, as right. a society, fix that problem. We do have to fix that problem. So, well, we have talked ourselves into 17 minutes already. <laughs> I can't believe how fast it goes. We are going to take a very very short break and come back on the other side and talk more. Thank you. Fatty liver is linked to two different situations, alcohol and diabetes or obesity. In both cases, patients can have no symptoms. In the United States and in particular, Texas, the most common cause of liver disease in general is non-alcoholic fatty liver. Again, associated with overweight, obesity, and or diabetes. Additional risk factors include high cholesterol, high blood pressure, Hispanic ethnicity, and postmenopausal status. At Pinnacle Clinical Research, we offer a quick, non-invasive, ultrasound-based screening assessment called FibroScan. This test is done at no cost to you, and we do not take insurance. The test will measure the fat and stiffness in your liver and state your risk and development of fatty liver disease. You will meet with a provider immediately following your scan to go over your results. If you're interested in getting more information on your liver health, please call 210-529-7978 and schedule your FibroScan today. We are conveniently located in the Medical Center at 5109 Medical Drive. 
Welcome back, everybody, to The Better Life with Dr. Pinkston. I'm Dr. Marianne Pinkston, in with Kyle Sinclair this morning, who is has an immense amount of healthcare uh, experience in his background, over 15 years, been working with Warm Springs as their chief uh, executive officer, now running for Congress. And we've been talking a little bit about healthcare costs and all the all the issues with healthcare. We can pack into 26 minutes, so <laughs> we've got another seven to go, or six or seven here. So we, you and I, over the break, we're talking a little bit about uh, concierge services, yeah. which a lot of so I'm a dinosaur. I'm at it. I I am one of the few family true, you know, privately owned business family practitioners in town, and I have flirted with working with concierge services. My patients were not able to do that, so I backed out and went back into the insurance industry, taking insurance, and and uh, I went ahead and bid it on that one. It's very difficult because I would have done a lot better on the other side. So what uh, what do docs do when they do that? What is that all about? Yeah, I mean it's that's a, that's that's a tough one though. I'll tell you from the insurance standpoint. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you're getting hit with audits and recoups and the amount of money yeah. you're having to spend on the admin side just to Absolutely. process claims to follow through. And I mean, so it's a, again, it's a business, and people don't realize it. They Absolutely. realize that when I go see a physician, they're just there to take care of me. Right. No. And there's <laughs> so much behind the scenes and what goes on to running a practice or a Absolutely. hospital or a facility. Uh, from that standpoint. But, you know, concierge services is a, is a great option. I mean, there's a, there's a, a growing industry of that. It's mm-hmm. not really boomed in San Antonio, right. but in the nation, is it's growing where physicians go basically private practice and they take cash only. And there's multiple ways of, you know, you can pay a monthly fee and you can see you as much as you want. Right. Um, or you'll have some that, you know, pay as you go and, and it's a cash-based system. Right. And um, so it's better for the physicians, better for the patients. It there's no middle the insurance. There's no co-pays deductibles. There's no surprise bills or, right. or mail letters, right. you know, later on. So there's there's, a, there's an industry for it. And people can still use their insurance, too. Absolutely. Because that's how they pay for laboratory or if they have to get an MRI or go to an ER Absolutely. or be in the hospital. Their insurance still kicks in. But then when they pay privately on the on the other side, they don't have to, you know, with, deal with all those headaches and, and extra costs. And, and neither do I, which is really nice but you're right san antonio has not caught on with that i've, I've tried 10 years ago tried five years ago and uh, uh this 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 town's a little bit different economically i've always loved san antonio it is much more of a small town it's not a a huge you know industry type of uh, it, it yeah. is industry but it's most of the people work more blue collar in the industry rather than own the industry you know so I, I love san antonio for that but it's made it very difficult for san antonians to do something as, as lovely as concierge or or that type of you know type of health care yeah and, and, and you saw even with COVID, COVID was tough on the healthcare industry. Oh gosh, yes. <clears throat> right. Oh, so right. I mean, there it were was. Days I saw two people a day. Exactly. As opposed to the twenty twenty five that I see a day. So I mean, you you fall in the small business category, and, and small businesses it wreaked havoc. COVID wreaked oh, havoc on yes. the business. You saw them going under. They couldn't provide. Right. They couldn't stand. Um, and, and so healthcare industry, particularly the small business side, was a massive impact. Very you massive. saw it on the hospital side where people were waiting to come in. Exactly. And so they were crazy sick, and there's a lot of issues going on with them. Right. And, and so length of stay was, was still a, a topic and mm-hmm. uh, physician coverage. But, you know, it was amazing to see what happened when we went through COVID and, and uh, seeing how it progressed and didn't progress and seeing government's involvement and in both from the national and state level and city level. Um, this is again another reason, one of the reasons why I ran for healthcare. Right. Um, the impact that the a governmental agency has on healthcare was 
was a big issue for me. Absolutely. So. And down here in San Antonio, this is probably too too big of a subject to get into, really, but I have to bring it up, is uh, we're so close to the border. Yeah. So what that has done to our healthcare system as well, taking on the influx of people that are here, they've got to, they're sick, they've got to be taken care of. And my dad always said something that I was really young, so I didn't understand it until now, but he always said, you know, healthcare is considered by people to be a right. Yeah. And it's not really because it costs money and it costs the system and it costs the society. So anyway, that that I know that's too huge for us to even. It, it, it is, but, in, but you know, but I mean, so San Antonio is averaging about a thousand immigrants every single day, mm-hmm. every day, and Absolutely. they've got to be cared for. Yeah. Um, and so, and again, it's a cost to the Texas and and city taxpayers. Right. I mean, so we we've got to be able to provide for them. Um, and, and then we have just immense population of unfunded here in San Antonio that also need yes. resources and yes. help. And yes. you have small businesses that are struggling. Yes. You have physicians. So when you got you know for-profit companies and non-for-profit companies that are struggling just the same. So right. we're we're in, a, we're in a unique spot as a Aren't country we? and and as a society for healthcare and. Right. But, but I'll tell you, at the end of the day, I, I still love what I do. I still love talking to you. I still love healthcare. It's a passion. Yes, it is. It's a calling of mine. Yes, it is. Um, I didn't get into healthcare to become rich or ultra wealthy. No, I get it because of what my love for it. Same. Right. My Same. wife's a nurse practitioner. Yes. My mom was a nurse for 30 plus years. And so it's a, it's a calling and a passion of mine. Absolutely. And, and we need good leaders and people are willing to step up and say, we need to fix this industry. Absolutely. So. Well, I am glad you are doing that and out there. I'm forever thankful for that. And uh, so just a little bit of information so you'll know where to find me, where to find Mr. Sinclair. You can go to drpbetterlife.com. I'm going to have all of his information. Actually, it's already there, but I'm going to highlight it again, where you can find Kyle Sinclair. And you can go to Kyle420, which is Kyle, F-O-R, 20, uh, for District 20. I think where most of everybody in the viewing uh, or in the viewing, in the listening uh, area is at. But you can definitely find more information, also social media uh, all over. And so I am so happy, absolutely happy to have had you on this morning. Thank you again Thank you. for coming on. I think you're doing a wonderful thing, uh, you. whether you are running or whether you're not, and you're just working uh, uh, through the healthcare industry. Very smart, very passionate. And so thank you very much. Thank you. Anything uh, you want to add on to the end? No, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll share you or? one of the neatest things is working with uh, Warm Springs as a rehab hospital. There's one only one industry that you'll get that one-on-one right. uh, rehab. And it was amazing to see what COVID did to patients mm-hmm. and long COVID, mm-hmm. which is a subject mm-hmm. we've talked off and on about, but yes. um, the need for patients to be able to rehab, to get better, and to get back to becoming a productive member of society. Right. I think everybody wants to go home. Nobody wants to be in a hospital. Nobody wants to do that. That's always no. my last words of parting when I talk to my <laughs> patients is, I love seeing you, but I hope I never see you again. There you go. Right? Yes. So. Uh, that's, I think, uh, every physician and every everybody in healthcare should say just that. I love you, but go on. Be healthy. Yeah. So, And the same for you out there. Thank you very much. Visit drpbetterlife.com. And everybody have a wonderful week. Thank you. You've been enjoying The Better Life with Dr. Marianne Pinkston. For more information, go to drpthebetterlife.com. That's drpthebetterlife.com. And listen next week for The Better Life with Dr. Pinkston. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.